combat divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Yo, welcome back to the Combat Divas podcast. This your girl, TG, and I'll be introducing this week's episode. This week, we spoke to the director of the Million Veterans Program, and she graced us with information that we had no idea about, and we cannot wait to share with you guys. Before we get into it, you know how much we love to encourage, motivate, and empower women. So it's only right for Women's History Month that we shout out some sisters we've gained through podcasting. We have a whole community of sisters now, and this one, this first sister I'm going to talk about is amazing. Her name is Carrie. She is the host of Freedom Sisters podcast, and she's an Army veteran. Her podcast uh, pretty much uh, talks to other women and get their stories, and is so encouraging and empowering to other women as we listen to their stories of overcoming. Be sure to subscribe and download uh, their show. Again, it's Freedom Sisters podcast. Also, Carrie is the editor-in-chief of Freedom Sisters Magazine. If you have not, take a moment, grab your phone, get the app, download Freedom Sisters Magazine. You will not be sorry. It is a wealth of information in the community of female veterans and women out there who are making great strides. And I am excited every time I get a new issue. Um, Also, just before we get to Suma, who is the director of the Million Veterans Program with the VA, we will get to a word from our sponsors. Tanisha B. Big Toe Seasoning is the best seasoning since Larry's. With its array of blended seasonings to include Creole and salt-free options, Big Toe Seasonings is your guide to family dinners, barbecues, game day, and seafood boils. Head over to BigToeSeasoning.com and use our promo code COMBATDIVAS10 to receive 10% off your order. All right. Next up on the docket is my daughter's tea house. My daughter's tea house is your home for tea blends, guys. If you're looking for help with weight loss, looking for a good detox, which I was looking for both, um, looking for energy, I'm always looking for energy, or you just need time to relax, head over to www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash M-E-D-A-R-D-A-S tea house and use promo code Combat Diva for 10% off your order. All right, and last but certainly not least, Wholeness Oasis is our urban holistic wellness boutique that we get all of our athletic wear as well as our products for hair and body. Head over to wholenessoasis.com and use our promo code COMBATDIVAS and enjoy 15% off when you order $40 or more. Combat Divas, stomp your left, right, left. Combat Divas. Yo, welcome back to the Combat Divas Podcast. This your girl, TG. Your girl, Tanisha B. And we are back, 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 back for another episode. Happy Women's History Month. Yeah! I am excited about Women's History Month and this month to be able to celebrate with all you lovely, lovely, beautiful ladies in the audience. We appreciate you for continuing to tune in and being with us to kick off 
Women's History Month, we are talking to a very important program within the veterans community. And we're going to talk about why it's so important, even for our female veterans to be a part of this program. Uh, they're doing a big rollout for Women's History Month. And we were we are honored to have with us uh, one of the representatives for the Million Veteran Program. Suma, thank you for being here with us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you so much, Tanisha and DJ, and, and I'm really thrilled to be here. I'm Suma Muraledar. I am the program director for the Million Veteran Program in the VA Central Office. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a, that's a heavy load. You're the whole program director. It is. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there are a whole lot of, there are over 200 people across the VA system uh, <laughs> that are really working on this program, enrolling veterans, generating the data, collecting the blood samples, you know, doing the science. If you look at all of that, over 300 people. Wow, that's, that's a lot of work. And how, how many people do you have registered now? So we have a little over 830,000. Wow, that's, yes. that's awesome. 830,000 veterans in the program. Yes, it's one of the largest uh, programs of this kind in the world, you know, with a healthcare system-based program that's looking at genes and health. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. So tell us a little bit more about it, though. Like uh, we we see we kind of was talking offline. We see these flyers we get in the mail. Tell us a little bit about the program, how to get started and like how, how, how did it, it get to where it is today? Sure. Maybe I'll just start out with a, a little bit about of, uh, you know, premier about health. So when we talk about health and illness, right? There are three important things. The first thing is our genetics, what we inherit, right? What, what's handed down to us. Right. We cannot do much about that. So right. our genes have an important role to play. Mm -hmm. The second is our lifestyle, right? How much we exercise, how much food we eat. Do we drink alcohol? Do we take other substances? All of that. That's, you know, our lifestyle. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, and the third most important and other important factor is our environmental exposure. What are we exposed to around us? And when we talk about our veterans, it's the military exposure, right? Right. So many of these, and we still don't know what they're doing to all our veterans, you know, and our military personnel. So, so these are the three main categories of things that sort of all interact and determine how healthy we are, how susceptible we are to illnesses and all of that. So we, we thought here we have the VHA, right? The wonderful uh, healthcare system that serves our veterans. <laughs> we have one of, we have the best electronic medical record data in the whole world, period you know, the best health data that we have. Well, well. Okay. We have veterans, veterans who are so altruistic. You know, they, everyone I've met, I've, and I've been honored to meet every veteran, including you both. And, uh, you know, very, uh, they don't expect anything in return. So they just, do, they look at participating in research as another way to help their brothers and sisters and everybody in the world. So it's another opportunity to serve. That's what they look at this as. And so we have a very altruistic, you know, group of veterans who want to partner with us. Nice. And we have a research system, a research program embedded within the healthcare system, world-class clinicians and researchers in the VA healthcare system. So what more could we ask for? So we said we have to 
put in a program in the VA that can look at all of this. How do our genes, how do our military exposure and our lifestyle, how do all these impact our health and illnesses? And the one thing about this is it's, it's sort of a game of numbers to understand what causes you know, an illness. Yeah. You need a group of people who have the illness and we need a very large number of people with any given illness. And you need an even larger number of people who don't have that illness. So you can compare the two. Yeah, so you can match the research. Match and see, you know, who and what is causing it in these people who have it when compared to those who don't have it. And so you really need very large numbers of people. And so we thought, let's go for a goal of a million veterans. So we will have a good representation of all the different conditions we see in our veterans. And we'll have enough people who don't have them too. So we can really do these studies. Mm-hmm. And especially when we talk about genetic studies. You know, most genetic studies are done in smaller groups of people, thousands or tens of thousands. So here with the Million Veteran Program, you know, we're already past the 830,000 mark. Um, And we've done, we've been able to do some really large studies. Like if you look, for example, people with high blood pressure, what causes high blood pressure? 40% of our people in our Million Veteran Program have that. And hmm. so if you think about that, we have over 300,000 people with that condition. Wow. Compare them to the rest who don't. And so that's the power of this. So we established this Million Veteran Program first to drive this discovery so we can understand, you know, what genes or what factors are causing disease, mm-hmm. right? And if you know how it's causing disease, like the mechanism, what's, what's wrong in our body when we have this illness, then we can develop treatments towards this, right? That's the first piece, develop new treatments. The second piece is if we can develop, you know, biomarkers, if we can say this people who have this particular genetic uh, marker are had a higher risk for mm-hmm. a particular illness. And for example, like we talk about breast cancer and BRCA1, it's not just the genetic variant, you also have to have a family history and so on. But if you know something like that, you can develop a genetic test towards that. You can identify, you know, people who have that in advance and, and prevent it in many cases where you can, but there are ways of preventing it. So okay. new treatments, new prevention. And the third piece is um, uh, response to medications, right? If you give five people the same medication, we know they're not all going to respond the same way. Some mm-hmm. respond, right? Yeah, some respond very well, some don't at all, and others have some bad reactions to it too. So again, the differences in the genetics and other factors too, but there, you know, many of them have a genetic basis. So we can uh, treat people better. And this is called like personalized medicine or precision medicine. So you tailor the treatment to a person's genetic makeup and their lifestyle and their exposures so that was our goal. First, the discovery piece with this million veteran program with, you know, with data on million veterans. Mm-hmm. And then take all these, there are a lot of steps from discovery to getting it into the clinic and being to actually use it. There are many steps. Our ultimate goal is to be able to provide that personalized treatment for every veteran. Okay. That's 
Well, <laughs> so I'm like, that was a, <laughs> I was a mouthful. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm trying to think. I was like, okay, I got a question. And I was like, okay, I got it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> Patiently. No, I was, uh, no, I, that sounds absolutely phenomenal. Um, and you won't have a problem uh, probably by the year's end, you probably have well over a million veterans. And I think the reason why we don't have a problem just going ahead and just signing up and getting poked and prided is because, I mean, we're all veterans. We've we've been through it. So it's like, well, the government already has all of our, <laughs> our blood, our plasma, our whatever they need, you know, from us. So why not uh, figure out and get deeper rooted to something that could be a part of our, you know, old family genetics from like decades ago and how it affects us today. My question is, you know, after we, you know, you do the genetic testing and we find out all of these things, is there like a a plan in place to, I mean, to avoid certain things or to get us healthy or, Mm -hmm. you know, what's the, what's the plan once we do get, you know, our genetic testing back when that's done. Yeah, so let me just clarify one thing. So this is a research test. So first we're just doing, you know, we're taking this blood sample to really um, do research on it. Mm-hmm. So, and so, and, and you know, people are worried about um, the privacy and confidentiality of their information. And so we actually don't put, you know, a direct, we know who it belongs to, but we don't have a person's name or social, you know, direct identifying markers mm-hmm. on all our blood samples or the data. Okay. And so we, this is all research grade. And so okay. we cannot, we can't directly use it in the clinic to make, to make clinical decisions about treatment. So once we get these discoveries, then we'll have to really take several steps to validate it, get a new blood sample that is clinical grade do the test when we have a test to do that. And then either, you know, it could be a prevention. If, if there is, if you're able to act on this genetic change, if you know that you take this test and there is something you can do about it, it may be a change in your diet or your lifestyle, whether it's exercise, maybe a simple thing is exercising more right? or changing your diet, or there could be a particular medication that may be suited just for you based on what we find out. So that's the other end of the spectrum where we can actually use the information we learn here in this first step. When you join, this is a voluntary research program. You know, you provide, you give us consent, you Mm -hmm. sign a HIPAA authorization, and we do research on what we collect from you. And then we'll have to go through multiple steps of validation before we can actually utilize that information in clinical, in the clinic to treat people. Yeah, I can imagine because I remember going to the VA and they had like little maybe tables set up for the uh, support to sign up. And I can imagine now with the entry of COVID um, and things are closed down that you don't have that organic foot traffic anymore, probably going through the VA. And so has that been challenging to try to overcome those COVID obstacles? Yes, absolutely. So we actually had to stop, you know, all in person, we didn't want to put our veterans at risk by opening up, uh, you know, most of the research studies were actually shut down last year, about a year ago. Mm. And it slowly started opening up, um, you know, VA hospitals where veterans are coming back in. Mm-hmm. And so we did, we did experience that 
we do have an online portal where veterans can go and sign up online, at least complete some parts like, you know, you can give consent online, complete your HIPAA authorization, you can do surveys. So, um, you know, so what's involved in participating in this program? So first you provide consent and HIPAA authorization. Mm-hmm. Then you give us access to your medical, you, you agree to give us access to your medical record data. You get a, you give us a blood specimen for all the genetics and other, you know, molecular research. And you um, complete surveys. We ask you, you might've seen that. If you're, you're a participant in MVP, you've gotten surveys from us. Um, and that's very important because, and I'll tell you why, because the electronic health record doesn't have all the data. There are a lot of things that are missing in that. And yeah. so we, we capture all of that information through these surveys. And you can do these surveys online now with our online portal. Okay. And I think that's, a, that's one of the important parts about having you on the show is to put like a name to the face kind of thing. You know, we get these surveys in the mail, but veterans are so, you know, we <laughs> we see it and we don't see it like, ah, oh, survey. And that's it. But now, you know, with, with you coming on these shows and things like that, we, we can remember now we're million veterans program. Okay. That's the genetic program yeah. they use and that's helpful. So let me sit down and do the survey, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think it's important. Uh, and we appreciate you coming on to be able to, you know, save some trees and that way we can, <laughs> we can start going on online and doing the surveys. <laughs> yes. And you have the, the, uh, it's mvp.va.gov. You know, our, like our okay. part. Yeah, it's very important. Most valuable. But I mean, but it actually is, I mean, the, I mean, it, it's a it's MVP, you know, million veteran program, however, but it's like, you think MVP, you think it's something that's very, you know, very important, very yeah. valuable to even know this information. So yes. yeah. MVPs, we veterans, man. Veterans are the MVPs around here. That's right. <laughs> that's why we named it because you are. Well, oh, see, look at that. I took a stab in the dark. I'm I'm honest, Uma. <laughs> Every one of you, yes. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so like our providers should kind of like um maybe mention it more because um if it wasn't for like the the stuff like I'm I'm like I'm on the veterans affairs you know, uh, app or whatever. And I'm looking and these are the things I kind of like skim by because I'm usually having like a particular thing that I'm looking for as far as like disability ratings or how to find like medical, uh, my medical information. But I think it would be helpful if I prov- like, if, um, that it's, uh, it's talked about more providers that it's talked about a little bit more, maybe, a little bit more signage because I, I don't see like if any banners or any types of um, things alerting us to the, you know, to the MVP part. Um, like if our providers were like, hey, you can, oh, what happened? Yeah, we launched the program. We did do a lot of publicity. We tried to, you know, we and, and a lot of VA. We're not at every VA medical center, but wherever we are, we do have some posters and, um, you know, banners and such. There are rules in every VA about what you can put up and where you okay. can put it to. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's a good point and we will continue to do that. And, and, and we do campaigns like this, like, you know, the Women's uh, History Month, right? So we, we really want to launch a campaign uh, and we wanted to do this because I talked about the importance of numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So if we look 
at our program with the 830,000 that we have, mm-hmm. only about 9% are women. So about 75,000 are women. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's just not enough and people to get data, right? No. Yeah. So we want to really encourage more women to enroll in the program, more people from you know, various diverse racial and ethnic minorities, because the more people we have of all, uh, the more diverse the cohort is, the more we will understand and we can help you more. You know, we can help people more if we have enough numbers. And so we women need to be there in that program. That's that's pretty much our friend circle. We have a very diverse um, friend circle. So, um, and I'm pretty sure they're not a part of the program either. And we'll make sure we, you know, give them that information, whether they listen to us or not, we're just going to send it like, Hey, you know, yeah, we'll keep talking about it is to get some genetic testing. It, you know, it's not just for the research for, um, for other veterans, but it also will help you as well. Like just part in your personal life. And then when we're dealing with women, are there genetics that are uh, unique to women that, uh, I know you don't have a lot of women, but have you been have you been seeing anything that's unique to the female specimen versus, you know, the, the guys? Yeah. It's a great question. You know, we would we would love to actually we haven't uh, I can say that we haven't really found anything significant yet because we don't have enough numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have one study that's looking specifically at breast cancer and mm-hmm. trying to improve how you can. Um, determine the risk for that. You know, there is some information, but really improving upon that is the goal of that study. And um, and we also funded a study on depression. And believe it or uh, you know or not, this is depression is the highest um, is the most frequently seen condition, at least within this million veteran program among the women we have. Hmm. Um, and so. Maybe there, you know, if we have enough numbers, they'll be able to tease apart and see what the differences are in women um, versus men. And that is so important, though. I, I, I really I can really appreciate that. Even do you have a lot of uh, diversity within the males then? Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so overall, you know, we have more men so we can look at more um, you know, numbers and those. But if you look at the diversity, especially representation of, uh, you know, racial and ethnic, you know, minorities, it's more in women. Among the 75,000, almost almost 40% of the women come from various diverse. uh, (laughs) That is so interesting. (laughs) Those numbers, I mean, I guess it it makes sense, but, you know, us looking at the military from an internal standpoint, I guess we can see that. But um, it's interesting on the overall standpoint uh, with that large of a number, how how it's affected, how we can even look at genetics. So that is so important. And if, the, the bottom line is that if we don't have enough women in the program, we don't we have a disadvantage of learning about our genetic codes and, and makeups and backgrounds and whatever diseases. Because when we go to the Middle East, we don't I mean, we come back with different diseases than we'd see if we were just in the U.S. So. It's like, what do we, you know, how do we even get the mark or try to start to research this stuff? You know, you got it. That's that's it. I got it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not like a numbers person. So. <laughs> how to get more women on board. But OK, so since you do have a larger male, um, larger male specimen, like have you found anything um, 
that sticks out far as like far as the males with their exposure? So uh, in terms of exposure, we haven't really have had uh, much discoveries yet. We have one study going on on Gulf War illness and mm. they are looking at uh, exposure. And also the, the study I mentioned on breast cancer, they're mm -hmm. also looking at actually uh, the role of ex military exposure on that. And um, so we have these studies ongoing. We haven't had any results yet from those. I'd be um, interested to see the results on, on some of those studies with um, as, as far as like even cancer in general and our military service. Like how does that how how much has our service affected our health overall? You know, yeah. that we don't even know that's lying dormant. You know, some some things we don't even know about. Especially yes. with the cancer part, because um, when we're in the Middle East, um, the weather is extremely different from here. Like we're, you know, pushing up against uh, 130 degree weather, sun exposure. And we have we can't be like, OK, it's a little too hot. You know, we're just going to go inside. It's like it's beaming. Yeah, we're just working through it. Be on duty. It's yeah. it's so uncomfortable. It's, it's just so <laughs> excruciating. And so it's like. It could be uh, skin cancers and mm -hmm. because we over there for like a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I think within the Million Veteran Program, among the women, skin conditions are the second, not necessarily cancer, but mm -hmm. skin conditions are the second most after depression. Uh, really? In there. Yes. Uh, that that is very interesting. I, I mean, you've you've definitely piqued my interest with the uh, with the program and some of the genetics. Now, have you all uh, have started to see? Um, and it's kind of phasing out, but you still hear about the Asian Orange uh, generation and how uh, they've been affected. We will. So, actually, within the Office of Research and Development now in the VA, we will be launching a whole program on military exposure and mm. uh, military exposure research. And so once that launches, we'll be able to make, you know, do more research looking at genetics, military exposure, and all of the different other factors as well. So yes, we will be looking at that. I am, I'm, my interest is peaked. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to get more women involved so that we can actually start to get the research that we need to, I mean, it's a long-term game. Either way, it's gonna take time. But the more people we get involved, the better chances we have at knowing, you know, you know how we're how maybe not our generation, but maybe a couple of generations after us. We can help them, you know, develop some type of um, vaccines or something for diseases. We never know. Something that they can take to, you know, protect themselves for different types of exposure based off of, you know, research done on their genetics. Because um, it's funny that you said the skin, um, you said the second highest because when I came back from overseas in 2011, like I had some really, really bad skin problems, like at least about two or three months before leaving theater. And I'm like, I've never been, you know, the kid to grow up. I had, I didn't have problems with uh, acne or anything like that, but I was in like my mid twenties and all of a sudden it was just like painful blemishes, just all of a sudden all over my face. And I'm like, it took several months to kind of get that, you know, under control. And I'm like, was it due to something either like in the air or is it something to do with um, like the dirt or the sand or just any types of something that I could have been able to uh, prep myself for? So it's very important. I, this is a very important program. 
And even with that, I guess now everything is like flowing through our heads, right? When, when we really think about how big this program is, because when we come back, I mean, we see people with uh, that didn't have uh, gastrointestinal issues that now have them that didn't have gluten issues. And I know recently I've become uh, I've had issues with gluten and I've never had it before until after I came back from uh, from uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. So I, sometimes I think maybe that that had something to do with it, but. Like I said, we don't know where to start to try to research that. But now we know there's a program working in the background on our behalf to get those answers. Yes. Yes. That's important. Again, I just want to remind that this is a research program. So, you know, we have to go through all these steps before we can take it to the clinic. Right. We we don't want to jump the gun here. Not somewhere. (laughs) We're super excited. Right. We're not jumping the gun. Like, you have to get an answer. But the research part is foundational and it's important to to get to an answer eventually. So, (laughs) gotcha. testing, can we get that done? Is it something that we can request at the VA or how do we get this testing done to be um, entered into the research? So, yes, so it's, it's more of an enrollment in the program and um, you can go online like, you know, the mvp.va.gov and you can start enrolling there. There's also a um, toll free number and I'm just going to give you that number. Sure. Go for it. It's 866-441-6077. Gotcha. 6-6-4-4-1-6-0-7-5. And that's our call center. And so they will walk you through the process. Okay. Um, now, if you are at a VA, uh, we are currently not in every VA hospital. We're around a little over 50 VA medical centers and uh, uh, 60 plus community-based outpatient clinics. But if you are at a VA, and for you, I think, Heinz, mm-hmm. uh, we are at Heinz, yes. And yeah. they have actually enrolled about... Uh, 13,000 veterans over there. Oh, hands. Well, Woo. yes, but we want, you know, we, so you guys should go there and. Um, yeah, we both uh, go to Heinz. Go to Heinz. Yeah. Jesse Brown. We haven't opened yet. We haven't reopened yet in the sense, you okay. know, after the COVID, but once it opens up. And if you go to a VA hospital where there is an MVP enrollment site, you can just walk in. You can just walk in, tell them you're interested. They'll answer all your questions. And then walk you through what the consent process is and hypothesization, and then do the rest of it. You give a blood sample. Uh, I like that. I like that you all make it um, very convenient for the veterans because I mean we already have to go to multiple uh, appointments and have to get this done and go this place and get there. So it's, I like that it's centrally located to where I don't have to go get my, like conduct my business at the VA and then have to go somewhere else, all the way yeah. out or somewhere else yeah. to get this genetic test done. Because it, for me, myself personally, I, it'd be less likely for me to try to fit that in. So yeah. I'm yeah. glad to locate it like that. Definitely. So we try to, and we initially, I mean, even now we, when we schedule appointments, we try to do it at the same time on the same, I mean, at the same day, 
that you're in the hospital already for other appointments. I love it. You know, uh, uh, yeah. as possible, we try to do that. Yes. I absolutely love it. We can't wait to push this with you and, and work with you guys to try to get um, some, uh, some as many veterans as we can, especially female veterans. You hear me, ladies? So all the single ladies and all the married ladies get to the Million Veteran Program and sign up. Sign up. We need you guys. Our future needs you guys. So, Suma, is there anything in particular? I'm sorry, Tanisha. I didn't no, mean no, to no, I'm just saying, I'm backing you up. I'm picking yeah. You. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> For all our, um, our female veterans to get involved. So, yes, very necessary. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Our goal is to get five th- at least 5,000 women enrolled before September. Okay. Before September? How, how, how many? 5,000. 5, oh, too easy. <laughs> I hope so. We, we, we got that in Chicago alone. We got We got that. We got that. <laughs> so thank, thank you so much, Suma. I really appreciate it. We're going to check back in around September and see if we've reached that 5,000 goal. And if we haven't, we got to get, we got to get them going. We got to get an incentive out there to, to, to keep them going. And I, I work with the American Legion and stuff out here. So I'll make sure that I uh, keep talking you up out here as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, no I problem, Suma. DJ. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Guys, if you did not get the website, Suma can tell us the website one more time. Yes, mvp.va.gov. Dot G-O-V. So we're going to work with Suma and we're going to all rally together, especially in the month of March. And we should be, we can knock 5,000 out in March. Too easy. Let's let's work on it. Let's get it done. Suma, thank you so much for being with us today. Tanisha B, how can they reach us? You can reach us at our website, CombatDivasPodcast.net. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Combat Divas Podcast and Twitter at Combat Divas Pod One for all of the updated information on our book. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter to stay current on special deals and updates. Combat Divas, stomp your left, right, left, Combat Divas.